Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem? Tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who run this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Monday. Got a lot of sports to talk about from yesterday. Uh, which game of the week impressed? Which one didn't impress? Uh, there's still some. Unfortunately, there's still some Roger Goodell talk. Uh, I think Ray Rice is he is challenging, appealing his suspension. Um, that was talked going into uh, this the weekend. He's one of challenging the TMZ the credibility of his tape or the altering of that tape. Um, we'll get into a little bit of that. 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to join in for the first two segments. Demery Lachey is in the studio. Demery, you had a, it was your birthday weekend? Yeah. It was, uh, what did you do? Are you still celebrating or are you done or you got some more in you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm finished celebrating. You finished? Yeah, it's the start of my recovery week. So I'm going to call uh, this week recovery week. What, was it Friday? Cause you, was it Friday or was it Thursday? What's that? Oh, my official, my actual <laughs> birthday was Saturday. Oh, Saturday. So Saturday. It was Thursday through Sunday was blur. That that's it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Can't wait to the next one. <laughs> but <laughs> nah, you, you can, you know, you can time. have that type of fun every other weekend, every yes. weekend if you want yes. to. Yeah, if you want to, yes. But I choose not to. I choose to only but, do it on special occasions. Right, because you only bring your friends out. Well. <clears throat> You don't bring your friends out or people you trust out on those certain occasions. Right. Any other time, you can do it with a bunch of strangers. Exactly. Okay, I'm yeah. with you on that. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't like celebrating birthdays. I don't like. I don't get into. Not, there's nothing wrong with it. I just mm-hmm. don't. Um, and not, I'm not not somebody else's birthday. My birthday. I don't. I don't put a lot of stock into it. Even though there's another year right. that you hear because I was having this conversation yesterday with somebody. They say, "Oh, I'm 65." I said, "Well, somebody." Died at 64 You better be glad To be 65 Exactly And I think that's the reason Why I get so excited About my birthday Because I know guys Who ain't seen The age of 24 Right And Right I celebrate it You know Thank God that Get another year Underneath my belt And then Yeah Just hanging out With the friends Or close friends People you could trust And meet new people I don't uh, trust anybody So I don't know Who I will hang out with well, you know, I, really I trust these guys. They, they're around <laughs> me. I'm spending my money. We're out. <laughs> I trust you tonight. So. Oh, tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I trust you for tonight. Yeah, no, I don't put a lot of stock into that. Um, and not that it's a bad thing. I don't, I don't like surprises. I don't Don't try to surprise oh, no, me. No, don't do that. Yeah, I don't like surprises. <laughs> don't try to surprise me. Don't even bring it up that it's my birthday on December 3rd. I, don't even, I know when I was born. Don't bring it up. Don't even. Don't worry about getting me any gifts or nothing like that. I just don't. I don't. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I want to. I'd rather do on my day what I want to do on my day, and that might be go golfing. And don't yeah. talk to me. No problem with that. <laughs> we got a lot of sports, man. We got uh, what yeah, are you do. with a uh, yeah football man? How, well, first of all, let's let's get this out of the way. How's your fantasy football? It's it's pretty good. Cause you know what, I got a game tonight, and I and I only got one person in it, and I'm losing. <laughs> How many people you got playing tonight? I got this Chris Ivory. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna have a great game. He's gonna have a great game. Um, it's forty eight point three to fifty two point one. I didn't get any. I didn't get any points. <laughs> Man, yeah. Is y'all playing fantasy or 
No, not the, not the score, but the, oh. uh, the the. I'm playing somebody who's not good, but my my guys didn't show up. Okay. So well, it's Chris Iru gonna give you more than. I don't know. He playing against the. Uh, well, and the guy I'm playing good, he has the Jets defense. So I have Chris Iru on offense. He has the Jets mm-hmm. defense, which I, I'm a huge fan of the Jets defense. My my defense, the Buffalo Bills. Against the San Diego Chargers were yeah they were not good they wasn't they wasn't a team that they the first three games and I was first two I games. was actually I was actually surprised uh, Buffalo's performance because the first two weeks I was I was in shock um, how well they were playing both offensively and defensively and then they had a home game against the San Diego Chargers and really you know tested to see where they were at for real because the Chargers are the real deal right now I, I think so. Balling. I like what Phillip Rivers, that offense is doing over there is incredible, and that defense is just playing sound. Let's talk about the Chargers a little bit because they yeah. can actually be undefeated. They lost in the final. They had an 11-point uh, lead in the fourth quarter, and Arizona Cardinals in that first game was able to overcome mm-hmm. that, that Monday night game. And I want to go back to that. But when we're talking about the Chargers, you th- you're looking at a team that they play well at home. They went on the road and win. You have to be able to take your game on the road, offensively and defense. Definitely, right. definitely special teams who don't get a lot of practice during the week. Uh, you be, have to be able to take that on the road and win some football games. Right. And the San Diego Chargers, they do look like a good team. They look like a – everyone puts so much emphasis on the Denver Broncos in the East. And Denver, they ran into a, what I believe the, to be a better team in the Seattle Seahawks. That's the NFC, AFC game. Right. But the San Diego Chargers has been playing well. Phillip Rivers, just the confidence level is when he was hot before they went on that two or three-year slump mm-hmm. of, of free agencies, a lot of those t- key guys, top guys, going to other teams and the rebuilding of the San Diego Chargers. But they look good to me, especially what not just the Buffalo game, but what they were able to do and the three touchdowns he had last week. He had yeah. last week three touchdowns uh, against the Seattle Seahawks who beat the Denver Broncos. Antonio Gates getting those three touchdowns. Huge fantasy points, by the way. Um, but, yeah, they look good. They look good. And I thought Buffalo would play better at home with their defense because of what they've done on the road this year. Yeah. And going back to last week when San Diego had stumped on the Seahawks, I mean, that really just came out shocking and impressed me because, you know, they they got a tough road loss, like you said, to Arizona, where they, they could actually be 3-0 and right now. Right. And then going back home and beating out the Super Bowl champions and then coming on the road all the way to a tough Buffalo team and putting them in check, keeping them in check the whole game, only allowing uh, that off, Buffalo's offense 10 points. When they put up uh, – they've been putting up pretty good numbers uh, offensively uh, with Buffalo. And I was just thinking, okay, these guys are at home. They're going to they're gonna put up a lot – points because it's the third week you're gonna Buffalo right yeah in Buffalo because game one to two there's most improvement exactly you feel like you got a little rhythm in Buffalo with that offense and and, and as you're talking I'm thinking why with so much they have over there offensively defense been playing well that they was only able to put up 10 points at home I think because they, they just couldn't run the ball yesterday Against that Chargers defense uh, you have to be able to run CJ, the football. exactly CJ Spiller only had 25 yards on 10 carries that's not going, you know. That's not going to get the job job done on any Sundays. You can't put that much pressure on EJ Manuel right now. Um, they have a young receiving core as well, and then their leader is uh, Sammy Watkins. Can't put that much pressure on their passing game, especially against a uh, mature defense. As I think the their Chargers. quarterback is always hurt. 
Who was that? Buffalo's? Manual. Yeah. He's no, he, he been playing. He, well, he probably plays with injuries. Yeah. He which probably is, plays hurt. I don't have a problem yeah. playing hurt as long as it's not a detrimental to your team. But right now, I'm thinking, it wasn't a surprise that he got drafted in the first round. Um, but right now, I'm thinking, it's time for you to take control of this team. Right. Don't don't put your defense in a mindset whereas they feel like they all. I would love to be able to go out there and win games on defense all the time. That's how we like to think. But it's a team game. It's the ultimate team game, if you will. But they have to show up on offense most times. You just can't do that at home. I understand on the road where it's hostile, uh, tr- uh, traveling may be a problem, just being away. But when you're at home, yeah. which, you know, at home could be a lot more distracting than anything. I think that's why teams stay in hotels on game day. Um, even professional teams, more mature teams, I would say, they even on uh, game night on Saturday with teams will stay in the hotel just to get away from home and just so there's no distraction. Right. But you have to be able to put up 10 points. You have to be able to run the ball better, CJ, Buffalo Bills. Definitely. And you can't have 11 penalties against a team like San Diego where they only had six. You're at home. You get 11 penalties for 110 yards. You should be comfortable at Because home. it was the time. Exactly. And it was the time of possession, which was it was 31 to 28. And 20 first downs for San Diego to Buffalo's 18. Yeah, and see. it just came down to those penalties right then and there, which kills, which and can it, kill a young team. And I, and I say this all the time: one penalty is enough. It's, it's hard to overcome, not penalties, but turnovers. But they've had mm-hmm. eleven penalties, which amounts to a lot of negative yards. Yes, hundred and ten. Hundred and ten <laughs> negative yards, which is crazy. That's a dig on football. That's a touchdown right there. That's exactly. a touchdown, two field goals. It's crazy. Which game impressed you the most? And I'm a, I'm gonna name two of them. Okay. The Arizona Cardinals, which I had tickets to and I didn't go. Uh-huh. And I got your text late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Was it game time already? No, nah, it was It was about a couple hours before. Oh, but a couple I was, hours. I before. was like waking up like, hey, oh, just <laughs> it was up. good. Like, let me know. But no. Nah. I didn't I didn't even go. <laughs> um, good, because I heard it was like a blood brawl in the middle of the game. or at the Arizona? 49ers fans and Cardinals fans. Fans? Oh, they, oh, I was surprised by that. <laughs> you know what's the surprise? I'll tell you what. Uh, let's Let's talk about it. It was bloody brawl action. Fight? Like if you see the if you see the video, it's, it's nasty. We wouldn't have security been security was involved in everything. Yeah, we wouldn't have been in that fight. We'd been upstairs and yeah, in club level. But uh, the um, the fans here in Arizona, they are now becoming loyal fans. There is some loyal fans. So you right. know, all of those those out there listening, there are some loyal fans out here. I know there was at least thirty thousand when we was in Sun Devil. Loyal, come out there and sit in that sun. Now they have a stadium where it's air-conditioned, it's cool, temperatures are calm. But now the Cardinals have been somewhat of a winning team franchise from that point on to, to now. So now they they used to like the San Fran 49ers. They, San Fran 49ers fans, are they live here in, in Arizona, in this town. Glendale, Chandler, Phoenix. They live, they live in all these areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the Cardinals come out, they want to root against them. Why you just can't go... To the game, root for your team without putting your finger on somebody's forehead and mushing them and saying, <laughs> you know, and you live here. Right. These are not fans that came from San Francisco. These these are fans that live here. I understand that the Arizona Cardinals or the Arizona state of Arizona didn't have a team for a long time. So there was a lot of Dallas fans, which I get sick about. Yeah. I'm not sick. I'm disturbed. Uh, Pittsburgh fans. Last year, I think it was last year, Pittsburgh came here. I mm-hmm. saw a lot of yellow towels. Oh, in, they in travel the like that everywhere. Yeah, but come on, that you they don't, travel. Don't sell a lot of tickets. 
They <laughs> they get them on StubHub and all that stuff to get in the game. They're the number one team I think in the NFL that travels. Who, who travel, yeah, to an away game. Because I remember I was, I used to go to when uh, they used to play the Colts in mm-hmm. back in Indianapolis, and the whole stadium, like you will see more than half the stadium. Or Pittsburgh Steelers terrible towels. Right, that's going crazy. Around. I that's was like, man, crazy. these guys are. They travel like Kobe. Kobe's a uh, bunch of people. Yeah, Kobe travel man. when he travels uh, with the Lakers. So I was impressed. That um, that's why they fight because the, the yeah. fans uh, that live here, they know they're here, and, they, and just the hatred of the San Francisco 49ers because it's a, a rival mm-hmm. in the NFC in the division. Um, this the, the nonsense that comes with it with the drinking in part before the game, during the game probably. Um but it doesn't have to get that bad in a football game. You can you can really you can taunt somebody and, and all all in fun, but but you talking bloodbath. You talking about somebody could have got hurt. It's kinda like going to an Oakland Raiders game. Yeah. Where people die. San Fran go over there and they a bridge separates those guys. Mm-hmm. The Oakland and San Fran. But you put so much stock in something, and being a fan, these are the guys on the football field that's playing. Right. You're not playing. And they're not down there brawling. They're not brawling, except in Washington, and we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Washington, Philadelphia. Well, it was game. almost a brawl after, uh, um, what's, the, what's the kid named? Drew Stanton took a shot. Yeah. When he was trying to slide, but. He said he slid, he slid too late. You can't slide too late. There's no he such thing as late. a late slide. <laughs> it is. That, that's a defensive mindset. He, sl- he slid right too there. late. He, he should have no smashed. such thing as a late slide. If you see a guy going down, be a professional. If I see him going down, he's sliding. halfway down? If he's sliding down, you cannot you cannot do that. So I should know he about to slide because I see this a you lot of times. You can't fake a slide and yeah, get back yes up. Yes, you can. How yes, do you fake a not slide? Not fake a slide. Not hit the <laughs> ground and come up. Not hit, I mean – Baseball slides, you hit the ground and come up. But if, yeah. if a quarterback slides, he's he's said that he's taking himself out to play. Right. So don't hit him. I understand that. Right. But there is a late slide. I'm right here with you, and you decide to slide. I could be. I should be able to hit you from the distance we are right now. You try to slide right now. Okay. I don't know because I've seen this too. Was. I've seen this too many times where you would think a running back or a quarterback is going to bounce, and then they try to run you over. Right. Nobody's nobody's going to allow that to happen. Not when you see it too much. Well, I think he had enough time. I think he <laughs> seen the slide was like through. I mean, he was his back was dang there on the ground before the collision happened. But I understand, like you know, some guys. You're right. Uh, you would think they'd run out of bounds, but they try to get them a little nudge in, put mm-hmm. their helmet down. <clears throat> I understand that, but I think Shula was definitely in the wrong, and I think he could have stopped himself during that time. But going back to the uh, to the fans in the stands, mm-hmm. blood bloodbath, I should say. Yeah, these guys are not on the field. They're not playing. So why are you that well, angry? Yeah, why are you that upset? Why is that so much anger? What What are you going to talk stuff about? You could talk smack about team to team. Oh, your guy is not better than this guy. Whatever. Which is which is being How does a fan. that lead up to a blood brawl? Alcohol fighting. Alcohol. <laughs> you guys are standing up for who? For guys you don't even know. Don't even know these met. guys. But these are guys. These are the same <laughs> fans that would. Man, they were like. Oh, I, I hate this guy. Such, they they say I have so many negative words towards somebody they don't even know. You haven't sat down with this guy. And I and I'm really shocked because and I don't think I'm not trying to pick sides or anything, but since I've been in Phoenix, I this has been the most nice city people that I've ever been around. Nice? Yes. Okay. Where these people are they're really like genuinely nice. Even when I go to the Cardinals games, like people show love, like they're respectful. Hmm. And I was very shocked to see like a blood brawl has happened. I'm like, what people in Arizona have done this? 
It's the same thing. You know, <laughs> you know those those people in Oakland Stadium? Yeah. They doctors and lawyers dressing up for Halloween costumes every weekend. Every home game. Oh wow. Doctors and lawyers, man. They, they but they it it, it changes for them cuz they it's game day. They live for those season tickets. They go have fun at a game. <laughs> but I I'm I'm not going to a game to fight. I don't, I don't no. think it's like going to a club. Who goes to the club to fight? Right. <laughs> like you you want to go out? You going to a club to fight? It's like why you go to a game to fight? It, it makes no sense. People just some some people just idiots. That's just what it is. Um That's but the most the most impressive game to me. You, uh, what, was, what was the three games? I know you said 49ers I said two. and Cardinals. I said 49ers and Cardinals and uh the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. So I, I will go with the um, the rematch was good to watch. The Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks was good mm-hmm. to watch, and I couldn't understand for the life of me why Pete Carroll didn't use that clock better or the play selection went better when they had that t- on the interception. They had the time. They had about a minute and forty something left. Right. And Denver ended up using all their timeouts, I believe. You gave Peyton Manning forty nine seconds to go eighty yards. I knew that was going to happen. I did. I, 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 not against that defense. I've seen it too much. Yeah, I, against, that against that defense. And that defense is playing. Mm-mm. They just what? They just had a turnover. Against that defense. That's why I knew it was. You see the double route, the double moves they were doing. Yes. How's the corner going to sit in the flat <laughs> when you got when you, you know he has to go down the field? Keep everything in front of you. True. Keep everything in front of you. The safe. Everybody wants to make. This is how big mistakes happen. Huge mistakes. Huge. Points in the game, um, huge components in the game. Everyone wants to make a play in the final seconds, and that's cool. That's fine. You want to have that mentality, but don't give up a big play. And when you talk on offense, when you guys, when you were playing, when you were talking on offense, you say create big plays, get about two or three big plays a game. Right. Defense, we say don't give up. In, don't give up yards past twenty passing yards. Don't give up ten mm-hmm. yards running. Mm-hmm. Those are big plays in games. Mm-hmm. And, but it happens But you You have to be thinking That the entire game We'll talk a little bit more About that The Denver Broncos Seattle Seahawks game We're going to take a quick break We'll come back We'll talk about The Arizona Cardinals And the San Fran game Which we alluded to a little bit um, With the fighting 888-346-9144 Kwame Lodge Sports Talk Denver Lodge We'll be right back We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lashay Sports Talk. It is a Monday. Demri Lashay is in the studio. We were talking about the... You know that Demri just showed me the, the video to that bloodbath, to that fight. It was crazy. Before we get into that, um, let everyone know in the area, or that will be coming to the area Saturday, November 8th, the NFL Alumni Arizona chapter that I am the president of. We'll be hosting a golf tournament. We will be hosting a golf tournament at El Conquistador, the winning team of the 2014 NFL Alumni Arizona chapter. Golf Classic will be competing for a Super Bowl of Ga- Golf Championship in Ponte Verde Beach, Florida. That is TPC, not in Jacksonville. Uh, the tournament is, to get to that point, the tournament is at the uh, Hilton Tucson El Conquistador Country Club. That's in Oro Valley. It's only... It's only about an hour and some change away, hour and a half away. And Saturday, November 8th, this year, we're only taking 18 teams. We are only taking 18 teams, so uh, make a call. Uh, reach me through all the social medias. Or you can reach Erica Grassi, Erica.Grassi, at TMCAZ.com, 520-324-1141. That's the NFL alumni on the chapter, Golf Classic. Back to that bloodbath, that yeah, fight. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. These guys was, fighting on the top rail, like the wrestling, like somebody can go <laughs> over the rail. I told you, man, it was sick. I was surprised and shocked by like oh, I said, when I seen it, I was like, man, I did, I didn't know fans was really that passionate. How could you What well, they passionate now? They're the same ones as you them not the them the ones that get their, get their tickets free. Who you set at the top of the stadium in uh, Sun Devil um, when other teams came and they went, they mm-hmm. was coming to fight. I don't know that that right there. What I saw was crazy. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. And in the midst of that, the Arizona Cardinals found the way. And I th- I'm telling you, it's just because of the San Francisco 49ers. Who else would could, the Rams? You you're not gonna see any Rams and Cardinals fighting. You're not gonna see any no. Seattle and and uh, Cardinals fighting. It's the San Fran 49ers. You might see. Cardinals and Dallas fight. You might see, you know, Philadelphia fans are crazy, but they don't yeah. come here to fight. They don't come here to fight. It's not that many here in the Valley anyway to even get a game. <laughs> but you might see, uh, that's about it that I can think of. Nobody else is that crazy. No. No one's that crazy. But the Arizona Cardinals, Drew Stanton. And what he's doing right now. Now, he started last week on the road against the New York Giants. He orchestrated a first series drive, puts the ball in the end zone, score Cardinals up by seven right away. 
And he didn't even know he was starting up until the time, game time. Right. Because Carson Palmer's. Uh, somebody told who was it? I think we. I was talking with uh, one of the guys, Frank Sanders. He said that he think Drew hurt uh, Carson Palmer hurt himself after the game after the Monday night win. I think it was Monday night win. It was at home running through the tunnel. He tried to reach up and give a kid a high five. He slipped and fell on his and fell. And then, you know, I guess Frank was watching him so thoroughly, like, I don't right. know, his he shoulder. Was, he had to, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but he was watching him. But he, he fell and, uh, when he was trying to get a kid to high five. And ever since then, he haven't played ever since. Wow. He haven't played ever since. So it Poor didn't happen kid. on the football field. But then Drew stand to come in on that game Monday night and, and went on the road. Poor kid. Which one? Uh, the Palmer kid or the kid? that was reaching out. Yeah, it's not like a Mean Joe Green commercial with yeah, Pepsi. He was, <laughs> Thanks, Mean Joe. He, he didn't give him a jersey. <laughs> wow, like he has to live with that. But at least they're winning ballgame. No. Uh, yeah, Drew was staying very impressive, man. Throwing, throwing two touchdowns, 18-33, 244 yards. That's very efficient. He was emotional after that game. And he not the, New, not the New York, but the, uh, the Giants game, yeah. the uh, 49ers game. And he should have been, honestly. like that, that shows a lot. Because of what this team is going through, you're the backup quarterback. You have to step up being that leader with so many distractions going on, especially this week with Jonathan Dwyer. Um, stepping up, being a starting quarterback this year, that takes a lot. Or that takes a lot of put a lot on your shoulders. You got a divisional game mm-hmm. right before the bye week. You know, you want to you're going against a great tough defense with the Niners coming to your city. What is wrong with the Niners after you get done uh, with, yeah, the, with, the, with the Cardinals? But I mean, that's that's just. That's just what a, what a guy you would want on your team, a Drew Stanton. His first start in 2009 was against the 49ers, and he had a horrible game. These are what I, this is what I read. I also heard this on another show. Um, so I understand. So when when I see it, when I saw the emotions, you know, it was more so that from hearing his first start and and how he played, I think. Okay, we won a game. I'm the starter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I started. I was a quarterback in this game. His second start since forever, 2009. I understand the motion. He had a chance to get back. Good for the Cardinals that the uh, the bye week, they're on a bye week, and when they come back, I believe they're playing the Denver Broncos in Denver. Um, but if you look what, if you look at what, Russell Wilson was doing with those guys. He was so surgical. And I'm going to get back to that game, too. Mm-hmm. He was so surgical in Denver. I think Drew Stanton can do the same thing. I think Carson Palmer can do the same thing. Uh, one of the things uh, I'm liking about this Cardinals offense, uh, more so than how John Brown is playing, is they are not trying to force the ball to Larry Fitzgerald. Now, it was it's three quarters into the football game deep into the third quarter, and Fitz had zero catches. I don't know how many times he was targeted, but zero catches. So they're not trying to force the ball to Larry Fitzgerald, even though no one's talking about how great Michael Floyd is playing over there. Right. He is playing outstandingly. Uh, but then they figure in his 49er game that they're going to put a corner and a safety on both of those guys. Yeah, well. So that leaves John Brown wide exactly. open. Exactly. That leaves John Brown to get one-on-one. And I don't think a lot of teams, they really don't know how quick and how fluent and how great this guy route running skills are <laughs> this guy John Brown I mean you Pittsburgh can't match State? him yes Pittsburgh State mm-hmm. represent man in Stand Kansas up. This, that's your lead right no uh, 
That's Division Two. Yeah, but it's it's in it's in Kansas, Pittsburgh, Kansas. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I just yeah, I know it's D two ball, but mm-hmm. still, like whoever taught this kid, you know, how to run routes and at a f- high speed. I mean, I tip my hat off to them. But you can't cover this guy. You can't leave this guy one on one with a safety or a backer. He's gonna tear them apart with anybody. Exactly. I and, say the same thing with um. Not Hester, but um, not Macklin. He's in Seattle. Oh, Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin. I say one on one. I'll take him against anybody in the league. Even who, whoever said they're the best corner. One on one. I'll take Percy Harvin mm. and John Brown. Mm. <laughs> who the best corner? Well, you see, you seen John Brown during camp. So, yeah, yeah. You see him go against Patrick Peterson and those. Patrick, he's not impressing me this year. But go ahead and finish with uh. <laughs> <laughs> what you just no. <laughs> You know, it was reports, you know, throughout the game and by watching it, you know, San Francisco, they was keeping another safety on top of Larry Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. And until Michael Floyd started going off, they did it to both receivers. Right. Two and high safeties. Exactly. And Couple so two. that leaves uh, you guys, John Brown, Andre Ellington out the backfield. Uh, he played a great game. But see, when they well. do that, they have to bring in, um, let's say they go into nickel package. They have to bring another corner in who, who might be a pretty good corner because that third corner is pretty good. You trust him to come in. That's why he he's that guy. All right. But then you, you're bringing in John Brown. He's not going against no average receiver. He He's going against a guy who's going to – we're going to be talking about him for another, another five years here in Arizona if they do things right by him or and he stays out of trouble. Yeah. But now you can run the ball because you, you mentioned Ellerton, uh Jonathan Dwyer. He's, he's done. He's probably – I, it's safe to say I'm gonna go out on a small limb and say he won't play for the Cardinals again this year. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. No, they, they don't yeah. need him back. Yeah. In the not, room no, right now. no. You don't need. You know, don't bring another distraction. Because once he come back, you have to answer questions to that. That's a distraction. Exactly. If he was to come back, it would have to be now since you got the off week and you can answer all the questions on the off week where there's no football game. That would have to take place now. But I don't see him playing for the Cardinals again this year. It'll, it'll be interesting, and, and I would like to know the ins and outs. If he was to play for the Cardinals, but you bring in that third corner, so now you got a third corner. You had to take a linebacker out. Now you can run the football with uh, Ellington, and right. this is where the Cardinals has been successful. I think we talked about it uh, before during preseason that who's going to cover these guys. And I thought Ted Ginn would do. I thought Ted Ginn would be that third receiver, but he hasn't been impressive. He's more delegated to a a special team role. Yeah, uh, he may be the fourth receiver though. But then they have another guy over there. Um, who played last year was number thirteen, I believe. Oh, Jaron, Jaron Brown. He's good. Jaron Brown, yeah. He's good. They yeah. got a, they got a, they kept about six receivers, and that's and they could have kept seven or eight because yeah. the guys of uh, Powell and Golden. Mm-hmm. Yep, those are two guys who can play on Sundays, and they. I don't know if they're on the practice squad right now or they got released. It would be great if they was on the practice squad, but the Cardinals kept six receivers. Yeah, that's unheard of to keep six receivers. Exactly. And you know, and that and that just shows that these guys, not only at the receiver position, but quarterback position, linebacker, uh, D line, that these guys are loaded with depth. And that's a Bruce Arians type of team. When he came to Indianapolis, you know, it was just like it was the next guy up. They had tons of injuries. Next man stepped up. I mean, he Start, took a starting three. With and, the head coach. Yeah, starting with the head coach exactly. Next man up. I mean, he took a team that was what two and. 14 or 3 and 13 to a playoff 
contending team and with a rookie quarterback. Exactly. And now you're bringing that over here to Arizona and with all the distractions going on this season and injuries and suspensions. I mean, that's what I'm more impressed with with yeah. the Cardinals. They win. And I'm, it's winning. great that you go into a bye week undefeated, 3 and 0. It's only two other teams like that. Right. And you're number one in your car- division. You're number one in what they arguably to say the toughest division is. Yeah. That's you, the San Francisco 49ers, the the uh, St. Louis Rams, right? Seattle Seahawks. That's arguably the toughest one. And this game right here really showed me. Uh, I think this was the game of the week for me, and also the biggest win, the biggest surprise. Uh, going around with your original question, this was the biggest surprise game. Yeah, because you picked uh, San Fran to win this game. Uh, going to before we uh, Friday. No, yes, Friday. You did. yes, you did. On the, no, not I Friday. Fi- Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, I did. Thursday. So I did you changed it. on Friday. On Friday, when I was here by myself, I, I did. I them got guys didn't thinking. call in. No, 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 no one called in. But and they want Friday show. <laughs> Friday, uh, yeah, I, I chose Arizona because I was just. They just was they, you on the fence Thursday because because uh, Adam he was Adam nothing was nothing was written down in the book. I, would, I didn't write oh it down in goodness. the book. Yeah, it wasn't in the I didn't book. Know we could it was a thought. It was a thought at the time. And then but it came out your a real official, you know, overview. You know, I picked the Cardinals. And, <laughs> you know, I just, I did some background checks. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, but, yeah, well, okay. But I understand, I understood that pick. Because for uh-huh. for the past 10 games, the Cardinals only beat the San Francisco 49ers one time. Or the right. past nine games exactly. one time. So I understand that. But then I go back to these guys being, the Arizona Cardinals being 10-6 and six and not getting in the playoffs. Um, and how the 49ers went into that playoffs, anybody could have represented. And I thought St. Louis, St. Louis, were they 6-10 and 10 last year? They were playing well at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I, so that's why everyone's saying this is the toughest conf- conference. Mm-hmm. I'm more impressed with the Arizona Cardinals overcoming all this adversity they're having. Right. Uh, Washington, uh, Dansby's gone. Right. Uh, they shouldn't have got him. Darnell Dockett got hurt. Um Abraham was, isn't sure if he's going to yeah. play, and all this is taking place. Then on Cromartie goes down what, after the f- second quarter, right? And all this is taking place on defense. Who was supposed to be the strength of this team? Yeah, and I said that what well, offense need to step up if you're going to keep six receivers. Not if, and that was not the final moment. Why I said that, reason why I said that, but you need to step up this year, Carson Palmer, because I think this is a contract year for you, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then what Drew Stanton is doing. This offense, I, I would like to see what happened when it's time for him to come play, come back and play Carson Palmer because you don't, you're not supposed to lose your job to any injury. Yeah, that's what they say. But when you got this type of chemistry and it's working, you don't want to divide the team up. See, I knew this offense was gonna have a really great year, and even if Palmer went down, it was the likes of, it was the thought of if Drew Stanton steps in and just knows how to manage the game, the, the offensive guys will take care of the rest of the game themselves. And that's all I want my quarterback weapons. to do, unless you outstanding. Exactly. Manage the game. And I'm, I'm very impressed by the defense, only giving up 14 points to the 49ers. And I think that's the Niners' problem right now. Well, penalties. They had a lot of penalties yeah, also. Definitely. I mean, I don't think it's really on them. That's on the refs. They've been throwing penalties left and right. I couldn't yeah. even watch that game last night uh, they, in the first half. That's not a good game to watch or go to because it slows no. the game down. And then you know these penalties. Then when you see them, they throw the penalty and the replay comes on. You see it. And like, how did you call that? Or yeah. why are you not overturning that? Yeah. But they – now, I'll say this. You get a lot of reports on a certain referee, and it's, it's politics at its best. He is not supposed to ref big games like NFC, AFC championships or playoffs. 
they don't or Super Bowls. They don't get they gotta get they get graded also. Mm-hmm. But you might have took a team like the San Francisco out of the playoffs just by throwing penalties. You have to be able to come penalties. You have to play against a lot of uh, adversity in football games as right. a player. But when you know they just throwing flags to be throwing them, like I said, what I tell you, it looks like a hat trick. <laughs> and when somebody get a hat trick, it's, it looks like hats all over the yeah ice. Yeah. And I agree with that. I mean, they had nine penalties for 107 yards. That's incredible. 107 yards of penalties. And I think they had 16 against um, – they had 16 penalties against the Chicago Bears. And they had... At home. They had the possession. They won the possession game. Um, Arizona ran a few more plays, but no. Uh, San Fran ran more plays than the Cardinals as well. Yeah, well... They, Those you, penalties, man, 107 yards backwards. 107 yards. Backwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 change of game. That's field position. That's doing a whole lot to your team. It's not going in the right direction as far as winning. Right. Frank Gore is also unhappy with how many times he's getting the ball. You got the number right there. You got the stats right there. Yeah. He's not getting the ball uh, as much as he would like. This guy has six carries for 10 yards. Six carries. Frank Gore, six carries for 10 yards. Carlos Hyde had three for 13. Ohio State. But Kaepernick had 13 for 54. Which is understandable. I don't know, 13 for 54? (laughs) Oh. 13 for 54? Yeah. I wouldn't mind Kaepernick running if he's running for a reason. If If he's. Changing the dynamics of the defense, mm-hmm. that, I don't have no problem with that. Because when he mm-hmm. first came in, he was running, okay. killing them. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, a year later, they want him to sit in the pocket. It's the same thing they did to Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah, 13 carries. If he's going to carry the ball 13 times, he better have over 150. I'll tell you that. Man. Over 150? He better have 120. You're a quarterback position. Come on. Think about it. You're at the quarterback position. 13 you're for in the pocket, yards? and then you you know how you know how Kaepernick is. He takes off when you know that's in man to man. Everybody at their back turn, yeah. blitzing. You know that's when he takes off and he becomes Kaepernick. Thirteen carries for a quarterback. You better have over 120 yards. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and like, if you if your longest carry for 10 yards, you don't need to you do not need to be taken off 13 times. His longest carry was 10 yards. Yes. He can do that in man coverage. If he can recognize man coverage, he can do that because everyone has their back turn unless they got a man right, coverage in the exactly. spot. But they have a spot. You got The Cardinals spied him. They had a linebacker watching him in case he took off and run, and they played a lot of man coverage. Mm-hmm. So if, he, if he's going to play man coverage in, in, or if he's going to be and recognize man coverage, then, yeah, you can run because now I'm going to put you in the zone. Yeah. But in the zone, they're going to tear him up. He's not getting 13 carries for 120 yards. No. Not, when, not if they're sitting there watching. That's why he went 29 for 37. Well, they, didn't, they, they never established the run. Frank Gore got the ball yeah. six times. That's they, what you, defense live for. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you can stop that run, oh, yeah, they mm. they relaxing. they chillaxing and relaxing, man. They, yeah, they man, can't wait for you to throw. they waiting for Kaepernick to throw the ball. You just I made, exactly. I want, I want you to try to beat me throwing <laughs> the ball, Kaepernick. Yeah. You just made the 49ers one-dimensional. They exactly. can't run the football, and now when they try to run, they're not in, in any type of rhythm. There was no Vernon Davis. He was out with the injury. Mm. But, I mean, they still had, you know, they still got a good passing core with Stevie Johnson, Michael Crabtree, and Quan Bolden, but uh, Bolden only had six catches for 36 yards. Six catches for 36 yards. That's usually six catches for 109 Exactly, for him. For him. And a touchdown. We're going to take a break. Finish this last segment. I think um, Aaron Rodgers is looking for Jordy Nelson too much. He needed the ball to cop. <laughs> That's going to help my fantasy. 
Pamela Sports Talk. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. We doing Big Ben, Ben, we spending cheese. Check them out now. Big Ben, Ben on BLADs. We doing Big Ben up at NYC. Welcome back. Come last sports talk. You heard this song before? <laughs> no, I'm asking for a reason. Yes, I heard Big Pimpin. Nah. They used to play this on MTV. This is when rap music started getting on MTV. Right. They had no clue what they were playing. What do you, what do you mean? They were playing the hottest song, the hottest hip-hop song. That right, was right. But they don't want to listen to the words. Do, you ever, <laughs> do I need to pull the words up for you, man? He's, he was talking about how to cut up stuff drugs sell mm-hmm. it package it up all on TV hmm. 888 <laughs> I'm not going to even get a number they out wonder because why. Uh, yeah yeah they wonder why you know I don't know man um, let me see they got tickets to uh, Eddie Griffin show coming up stand up here ooh when um, it's going to be a celebrity tickets to Eddie Griffin stand up comedy show uh, Mike Epps coming here too, November twenty eighth. I'll be there. No, he beat a. Uh, no, he yeah, he beat a uh, celebrity theater. Yep. Oh yeah, I'll be there. It might be funny. That guy's funny. Might be funny. I might be something. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nah, Eddie Griffin. Talking Eddie Griffin. Yeah, yeah Eddie Griffin's funny. Funny That's and a funny dude, man. He's he's yeah from way from Kansas City, Missouri, something like that. Yeah. Funny. I remember him on that TV show with him, him and, and Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm, yeah. Mm. Eddie Griffin, Eddie man. All right, who you got tonight, man? New uh, York Jets see. and the Chicago Bears. You know, on Friday, the Chicago Bears is on. The, I'm not impressed. Go, go ahead. I ask you a question. I'll let you answer. Okay, okay. Yeah, just real quick. <laughs> we're gonna get it out of the way. I know Friday. I, I think I chose the Jets, and I think I'm gonna stick with it because they're at home, and uh, Chicago. I don't think I don't see them winning on the road. Uh, you even know, though they. 
beat up they San beat the Fran. Four, yeah, they beat up San Fran in the fourth quarter due to Kaepernick's. Uh, Would you say they beat up a better team in San Fran uh, than who they's going to play tonight in the Jets? I think the Jets are a better team than the 49ers right now. What was it more perception? On, 49ers. Yeah, there's more perception for the 49ers on paper, of course. You know, they look, you know, they're the Niners right now. But um, when it comes, like, when it comes down to it, like, I think the Cardinals are an elite team, football team. Like like the Chargers, they're an elite team. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets are a better team right now than the uh, 49ers, and I think they will win this game at home hosting the Chicago Bears. I don't think Chicago has really put it all together yet. Yeah, they won last week, but I think that win was due to the bad play of the 49ers offense and um, the Bears taking advantage of the getting turnovers in the red zone and winning that ball game, coming back in the red zone. So tonight, I don't think uh, the Jets are going to allow that to happen. I don't think think, uh, Jay Cutler throws were efficient in that game that they beat the San Francisco 49ers. I think a great catch had to be made by uh, the receiver, um, one hand uh, yeah, a Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall, yeah. one hand catch in the end zone it was outstanding. They show that all. They should show that all year. Oh, they are. And he's playing with a a bad ankle. Then you got the, another. How tall is Brandon Marshall? Six four, six five. Yeah. And you got another six five receiver over there. Then you mm-hmm. got Matt Forte. Mm-hmm. We talked about quarterbacks managing football games, and I think Jay Cutler has one of the strongest army, if not the strongest army in the National Football League today. That look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it just looked like – now, to his defense, two years ago, I think he was the most sacked quarterback. He had no offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not going to question his toughness when you've been sacked that many times. Also, in that playoff game when he didn't come back in, he said it was his, hand, his uh, calf – he couldn't play because his calf. Well, maybe it was his ankle that when he tried to throw, it was too much pain in it. I understand that, especially if you're throwing a ball. You can hand the ball off to Forte. Now you're one-dimensional. They know you can't throw. But when you can just throw the ball up to your two six-five receivers, right? you don't have to be that efficient of a thrower. You put them in a situation where they're going to get knocked out. But in this case, down the sideline or in an end zone, these guys are making some great catches for them. Exactly. I think Forte needs to get the ball um, more. But they, I think they use Forte because of the coach. The coach is uh, Mark Tressel. Uh And I thought he was a great office coordinator. And, I, and this is a guy they got from the Canada. He was head coaching Canadian League. But they understood his, his, his resume is in somewhat established, being in the NFL office coordinator mm-hmm. and different teams. It might have been a head coach for a spell before this one. But what he does offensively, and that's what they needed for Jay Cutler. Definitely. Um, he had. So, so I believe <laughs> that the, 40, that the um, if Marty Morningwick trusts Geno a little bit more, mm-hmm. not to make a stupid call, and that call being a timeout <laughs> after he's thrown a touchdown and they got to bring it back and lose the game in the case like that, just let the guy grow. Let him grow. That, it was four seconds on the clock. He was going to get it done. He sees the clock. Uh, I would imagine he sees that clock. Mm-hmm. But you just got to trust him to make those mistakes. I know each game is bigger, gets bigger and bigger each week. But if he allows this guy to grow, I think the New York Jets beat the at home, beat the Chicago Bulls. So you, I mean Bears. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same thing, yeah. No defense. Well, I don't know. I take the Chicago Bulls defense. 
then I'll take the Bears defense. <laughs> I sure would. Yeah, I would as well. I would as well. So, I, I, okay, we're the same tonight, the Jets. Even though Vegas, you know, they got the Jets losing by two. Vegas is stupid. That's just one. They want people to go there so they can make money. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they do these spreads in a certain way so people can make money on those. Like the Jets at home losing by two. How? How is that possible? I mean, it's possible to lose, but right. the Jets at home. They have, if you're watching Jay Cutler, you're not seeing a whole lot that he's, it's just outstanding, he's doing some outstanding things. I like Jay Cutler because I think he's a perfect fit for Chicago. I thought he was in Denver too because he took Jake. I think they forced Jake Plummer out of there for Jay Cutler. But I don't, I don't see him winning in this game because then it comes down to defense. And if you're going to come down to defense, the New York Jets has a way better defense than the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I think the Jets defense can hold up uh, against those big wideouts and Marcellus Bennett. He's a big tight end. Um, especially, is it going to come down to the field positions? Uh, that Jets defense, if, if if the Bears are trying to go down the field 60, 80 yards, I don't think it's happening because of the certain injuries that Brandon Marshall has and Alshon Jeffries. They both have um, leg injuries uh, from the waist down. And that's that's asking a lot for these guys to go downfield, running routes, um, especially when you're not giving Matt Forte the ball as much as you should. That's a a lot to ask for um, those two big wideouts, and then they have to perform in the red zone. You definitely can't take them out in the red zone. um, Is um, Eddie Lacy still your guy? I told you he wasn't going to be You know, I benched him this week, and I'm glad I benched him. He's not doing anything. That allowed me to put in um, John Brown as a flex, <laughs> which oh. he gave me a lot of points this week. Mm-hmm. That's two touchdowns. But, I, 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 yes, I benched uh, Eddie Lacy. Uh, I should have benched the whole Packers offense <laughs> if if you do have the Packers, any Packer players. He's looking for he's looking for Jordan Nelson too much. Uh, that's what I just – I think he? he's – Yes, I think he's looking for Jordan Nelson too much. No way. Not not, not yesterday's game. He's looking for him too much. Am I what <laughs> – Shoot. Not yesterday's game. You all right, I'm telling you, you, just, don't, you don't want to hear these targets. With Jordy? Jordy Nelson had seven no. targets, five catches, fifty nine yards. Randall Cobb had three catches, th- twenty nine yards. How many targets? Six. Targets. Six. Seven to six. Yeah, he's looking for Jordy Nelson too much. <laughs> One too many times. All right. Okay. One too many times. Uh, but I you know, but they're not getting in running. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on in Green Bay. This is not a Green Bay. What a Green Bay one and two. Offense. Yeah, they're one and two because they going on the. They should. They should be on three. Yeah. Thanks to <laughs> yeah. thanks to Morningway's timeout. Mm-hmm. Um, and even they could have scored in the red zone, but it, they had penalties at the end of the game for the New York Jets. But this 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 is an zero and three football team. I'm gonna. Go out and say it. I know they're one and two on, on paper, but this is an zero and three football team. Yeah. I don't. I'm not used to Green Bay um, playing this way. I don't know. It's. I think it's because of the weapons that um, Andrew, Aaron Rodgers has been losing around him, surrounding him, that he has grown with. With Greg, starting with Greg Jennings when he left. What two was it? Two seasons ago now, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jermichael Finley. He's he has it came back this season. Uh, he, only person he returned was Jordan Nelson, Cobb. Uh, a lot of g- other guys are just now. He need to get the ball more to Cobb. Stepping in, stepping up. Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, I, in the open field, Cobb is amazing. He, yeah, so he, find he, ways. 
find ways. He got a. Uh, they they got routes where Jennings used to run those routes. Uh, Jordan Nelson's not. I like Jordan. He's 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 a good receiver. He's a pretty good receiver. But I don't. When you start pinpointing one guy, and I know they had, he only had seven targets until Cobb had six targets. Right. But what he was Cobb was what three for eighteen. Three for 30? Right. And I think by watching the game, Randall Cobb, most of his targets came from Rand Rodgers being under pressure. Right. So last minute. Last stuff. minute. It wasn't no, away. no progression. Yeah. More of Jordy Nelson's. And I think Nelson, what, he, did he drop that last pass in the red zone? Jordy? I think, yeah. I mean, it was a low. It's kind of a bad throw, but he could. I seen Jordy Nelson make them type of plays, especially after last week when he went off for 200-something receiving yards. Sophomore threw for 305 yards with a touchdown and two interceptions in a performance. So it was a great, it was a great deal to um, bench Jameis Winston. I was about to ask you about that. Yeah, bench Jameis Winston for the whole entire game. I, and that's what I, I called it on Friday before the game, and I was just sitting in here talking and just going off. I was going off about uh, Jameis Winston incident. You know, when on Thursday I was defending him, and then I went back home, thought yes. about it, read some more stuff. I was like, you know what? It, it, yeah, it is time for him to mature. So I came back and ran it off on Jameis Winston. Well, you should be apologizing to me. That's the first thing you should have did. I'm not you, never you apologizing to you about You should have been apologizing about Because I, I say, when he, if that was his first incident that he got in trouble, mm-hmm. give him a break. Give him, he has about five cases, not pending, but five situations that his name is brought up in. In the last, what, year and a yes. half? If, if he was at my school, if he went to where if I was he was on from, my team, go ahead. He was gone after his third incident. You only get three strikes. I don't care if it's big, little, That's like, a lot of strikes. It's only three. It only takes one. For, to wisen up. Every, everybody has a chance to. You, you know, you, everybody uh, deserves a second chance. Yeah, but, but you don't be stupid. You, you're doing. Yeah. Sh- Sean McGuire played well over there. They played against oh, Clemson. I loved, Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. I, loved, I loved watching that game, that mm-hmm. whole game. I was tuned into it the whole I haven't watched a college game like that since my that was, last year, but yeah. this is the first game this year. I that was a real in. football game, yes. and it came down to it. was kind of like the uh, Seattle-Denver game. Goes exactly. into overtime. That was a good football game. But Clemson, if Clemson would have won, who was ranked 22 in the nation, if they would have beat Florida State, that wouldn't have been a surprise to me. Clemson is good. Clemson had – they lost Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. They, uh, who else? They they lost uh, Mar- um, Martavis Bryant, the other receiver. Clemson is not a bad team. They know Hot how to, boy. and they'll be back. Yep, they'll be back. Clemson will be, they'll be back. But I was, I was surprised and relieved to see that he wouldn't play in that game. Right. I was. He came out dressed in his uniform. Oh, did you see? Yeah, of course. The yeah. antics before the game. He, he he wasn't supposed to dress at all. Yeah. You're not supposed to and put the clothes still on. still trying to embarrass Jimbo Fisher. Why not give him another game? That's yeah. I will give you another. <laughs> I give him a half. Why not give him another game? Because that's a. He's when not going to learn, James. He and Johnny Manziel is not the same in this in this instance. Johnny Manziel don't have any alleged rape charges. Right. But you trying to show up the coach, which Johnny Manziel did. He tried to show up uh, uh, the coach at Texas A&M. By bumping him on the sideline when he went out there to meet him, because Johnny was getting in a fight, throwing up the money sign. Right. He tried to show his coach up, and he took him out the game. I'm give you 30 more minutes to think about that. Mm-hmm. You gonna split time with Sean McGuire because Sean McGuire didn't play bad. Sean McGuire was just, and, and James made him feel comfortable. I, yeah. I'll give him that. He made the backup quarterback Sean McGuire feel comfortable. He went out there and played well. The guy had 305 yards. Yeah, he okay. say he saved. 
uh, <laughs> Winston's career so far, thus far, I think. Yeah, he because did. Because they're still in the uh, playoff hunt. Because I was just thinking, I was looking at the game, I was like, man, if, this, if they lose this game, they're done. They're done. You can't get the back SEC's on that. The loaded right now. Yeah. They got two guys waiting, Georgia and, Flo- and Alabama. Alabama and the Florida game, I watched – I watched some of that Then coach was going off On that quarterback I don't know Way in the world Only reason I watched that game Is just to see Amari Cooper And Hargraves go yeah. at it Yep And Cooper put Cooper put, put on same. the show Yeah he, he put, put it on, on the show. show Definitely Man we gotta get out here But we can talk about Some more of this tomorrow uh, I have the New York Jets tonight Yep You too So do I Kwame Lash Sports Talk Demery Lachey We'll be back tomorrow Talk a little bit more Football and some more We'll get into some Roger Goodell and that Ray Rice We didn't have time well, We didn't make time But Until then. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.